Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. It truly helps out and let's crack on with today's first story. Now today's first story comes from Grapefruit who says, My SO, male 35, devotes all his time to his hobbies. I, female 25, am feeling pathetic and needy. My boyfriend, 35 male, Rex and I, 25 female, started dating a few months short of two years ago. We met when I was traveling for work in a city and spent three months together until I had to go back home. We were in a long distance relationship for one year and four months until he moved to my city six months ago. We now live together. To cut to the chase, he is the most ambitious person I've ever met. It's really inspiring, but not ideal for a relationship. He told me that this aspect of his personality has caused issues in all of his past relationships and warned me before he moved in with me that there may be times when we barely see each other because he'll spend 100% of his time in his studio. I maybe naively thought that this would be perfect. I'm devoted to my own professional and creative things and spend my free time working on projects and practicing my hobbies. I'd always been the more ambitious one in past relationships and I was so happy to meet someone like me. A long distance relationship was perfect for us, so I'm still navigating the adjustment of moving in together. When we were long distance, we would Skype for hours, either quietly working on our own projects or learning things together. I taught him a second language, he taught me an instrument, and we would read together. Now, we don't. He's been focused on a new project since we moved in together, and for a lack of a better way of saying this, I felt left out and pathetically needy. The routine has been that he goes straight into his studio when he gets home from work and stays there until he goes to bed. And on the weekends, he's consumed from the time he wakes up, noonish, to 6am or so. He forgets to eat most nights and then orders delivery late, so he definitely doesn't cook or exercise or do any of the everyday things that other couples might do together. He doesn't ask anything from me has a 9-5 to job, splits bills and chores 50-50 and is otherwise a good partner. He warned me about this beforehand so I can't fault him. I just wish things were more like the way they were when we were long distance without being an impediment to his personal goals. Hell, I don't even want him to take up very much of my time. I don't need long conversations or aimless walks around the neighborhood but I do wish we were on something together, learning something. I wish the relationship felt like we were building something together. We talked about it today and I'm processing the conversation. Rex said that when we were long distance, he felt a little less stable in the relationship, like he could lose me. Of course, in those circumstances, the quality of your conversations is the only way to really build the relationship. But now, 
He said he doesn't want to have to worry about me when he's alone in the studio. Fair enough. I told him I would like our relationship to be symbiotic in the sense that we can learn from each other, teach each other, and grow together. He doesn't want to spend time pursuing something just for the sake of doing it together because he sees it as unhealthy to base your pursuits on another person. I'm embarrassed to admit that because the nature of his project is collaborative, the idea of him working with another woman and inevitably makes me pretty jealous. Although not necessarily for romantic or sexual reasons. It's also not about him using someone else for his projects. I could never expect use me if he didn't feel I was the right fit. He worked with women in the past and has lots of friends who are women, and I've never felt jealous before now. And naturally, the inverse is true. A guy friend recommended we read a book together, and I practically died. I can foresee the situation making it easy for me to de- develop a crush on anyone who makes me feel intellectually or creatively valued. Obviously, I need to address why I'm not feeling satisfied in my own relationship. I need to add that after our conversation, we went back to working on our respective endeavors, after fun makeup sex for the record, and throughout the night, he's been updating me on what he's working on and coming over to my desk to see what I'm up to. For that, I do feel like he'll try to compromise. I'd like some input on how to proceed from here. And yes, you was told this is what he was like at first, but when you had the long distance relationship, it sounded like it was a bit different. You were teaching each other, you were learning from each other, and you were enjoying each other's time, albeit, you know, long distance. But when you got to that point where you said Rex said that when we were long distance, he felt a little less stable in the relationship, like he could lose me, it kind of felt like Rex was just going, oh, you know, I've got her now, don't need to try no more, I won't bother sort of thing. And I'm not comfortable saying, you know, break up with this person just like that because I think that there is possibilities of getting around it. Sure, it doesn't look particularly great at the minute. To me, it doesn't look like there's much of a relationship there because, you know, you're spending no time together at all. But I think a solid discussion does need to happen where you both get your needs met in some way and you do build a relationship together. It may just come to one of those posts where it's going to be a complete incompatibility issue in the end, but it might not. Hopefully it doesn't for OP and her partner. And it might sound a bit harsh, but I do worry about him as a person as well, just locking himself away, just ordering takeout every night. I mean, who doesn't love a takeout once in a while, but every night because you forget to cook or forget to eat or whatever. I mean, I've done it in the past, but I also know how incredibly unhealthy and after a while crappy it makes you feel. I can already feel people shouting at me going, no, takeout's great. I eat it all the time. (laughs) I'm sorry. But we're going to start off with Sanella who says the man you want and the man he is are not the same. He warned you he's not relationship material and he won't change. Thumb of Justice says workaholics make very poor partners. He has made it clear that he's going to give you the least amount of time and attention he can get away with. Are you okay with only tiny crumbs? 99.9% of people would not be. Also, you are still young. You are growing and changing. He, not so much. He's 35. This is who he is. When I was your age, I was with a man who was a workaholic. It was lonely for me. I broke up with him at age 32. DCA user says, my friend married a guy like this. They don't take vacations together. She goes with her girlfriends. She decided against the baby because he wouldn't be able to raise the kid. Is this the future you want? Peanuts and Elephant says, well, tell him that he's at risk of losing you. 
Just because you are living together doesn't mean he's trapped you and you'll never leave. He's still got to make an effort. Tell him he's neglecting you to the point where you feel like that you'll fall madly in love with the first person who offers you human interaction and intellectual exchange. Base your decision of whether to stay or go on his reaction to this conversation. Ask Mitchard says you should seriously reevaluate what you think a relationship is because he is seemingly giving you the, th the things you say you want, teaching you new skills, hard work, and passion for what he does. You are unhappy and understandably so, but it seems like you are mocking exactly what you want. Aimless together time and shared trivial activities like cooking, exercising, eating, talking, etc. Talk this up to a learning experience and move on. He's told you exactly who he is. You listened but didn't realize how bad a fit that was for you. This is what your mid-twenties are for, but don't stay too long in a relationship that clearly won't last. Sukinson says, what is your boyfriend willing to do to ensure your needs are being met? It sounds like your boyfriend was putting in the effort when you were long distance, but that he's got you more locked down. He's not concerned. Yay for makeup sex, but what is your strategy for moving forward together? If his response was basically, yeah, sorry, nature of the beast, nothing can be done. That's not promising. Have another conversation with him. You live together. How much time is he willing to spend with you on average per week? doing stuff together. That means not on his hobby, but actually being present with you. Decide, based on his response, whether this is sufficient for you. If not, it's time to move along. And one more from Mam who says, just as a starting point, are there parts of his project he can work in a common space and slash or could you work on some of your hobbies in a studio? If you found satisfaction by doing stuff independently together where you were long distance, maybe you can try to replicate that feeling of having each other's presence without impeding on their activities. Alternatively, if he's willing to compromise as you said, can you schedule one night a week which you would devote to date night? Maybe showing each other how your respective projects are going or, or if you find a project to work on together over a long period, then working on that. Or a few nights a week where you have a half hour to an hour scheduled to the same. That's pretty common, but I think easily adaptable to suit your desires. And it might give you time to look forward to if you're missing him, but let him feel free on the other nights, guilt-free. Good luck. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. So then OP comes in with the update, which says my last post wasn't incredibly popular, but I got a ton of great advice and figured I'd update. Before I get into it, I want to say that I read every comment from my first post multiple times. A few in particular have stuck in my mind for the month or so since I've posted. Quite a few commenters thought the relationship was salvageable if we made time to hang out together. So I talked to Rex about planning a specific time to hang out. He said he would consider it, but that never came to fruition. Rex started spending nights away from home to relax from 
or the work he was putting into the project mentioned in the first post. Meanwhile, I stayed up, anxious until the morning waiting for him. He didn't want to be monogamous and wanted to meet new people. He didn't want me coming along with him because if that new person just happens to be an attractive girl, he doesn't want me to get jealous. Yes, the wording is awkward, but that is how he conveyed it. Compounded by the former issue of disparate expectations for the time we spent together, the relationship was over until last week when he proposed it was finally my chance to trap him just kidding we broke up of course (laughs) oh sorry to laugh at that but you got me there i think i freaked him out because i became so happy and unburdened during the breakup conversation i was smiling and laughing almost in a state of euphoria but also calm and he definitely wasn't he did agree that we were both unhappy and had mismatched expectations Props to the commenters on my last post who said exactly this. One complication is that neither of us can afford to move out of our apartment. We live in an expensive area and it's very much a cliche that couples stay together until the lease is up. And yes, we're still sleeping together. I haven't really come down from the initial post-breakup good feelings. There is nothing he could do to upset me because I have no expectations from him. And that feels amazing. In my last post, I mentioned that I felt I would fall for someone who gave me what I was missing from Rex, and now I'm distracted and slightly overwhelmed by all the possibilities. Rex is not doing as well. He seems tired, sad, and anxious, and he started doing all the things I wanted when we were dating. He actually invited me, for the first time, to go out to the bar with him. It was weird to be at a place he was always retreating to. He has stayed home with me, telling me how I'm the best, etc. It would have been nice when we were dating, but now I'm over it. I made very clear that it's over and I don't love him or or trust him to love and care for me. I've been in a few friends with benefit relationships that were casual and we never fought. The guy would fall in love with me because he thought I was incredibly laid back. And truthfully, I just didn't care about him. I think this is what's happening with Rex as well. It's as if he's into me now because I don't care about him. I don't have a question really. I feel too inside of the situation to even know what to ask. It's all very empowering, but in an ominous way. And OP did put a couple of comments on this one as well. So Tara Whiskey said, wait, so he didn't have time to spend with you, his living partner, but expected you to sit at home while he went out to meet other girls to fuck. What the fuck? He sounds oblivious. OP replied saying, when my partner acts as if completely ridiculous and illogical things are normal, I tend to second guess myself and go to crazy land with them, which is messed up. This relationship has been a lesson in trusting my intuition and from it, I'm hoping to have a stronger sense of self. This part is only retrospectively funny. When we would argue, he once justified it by saying that John Lennon cheated, left Yoko Ono for another woman and later came back to Yoko. It was as if he said that to show that his behavior was totally normal and I was the crazy one. I love Yoko, but how insulting. And Sukin Sin says something that I was thinking as well by the end of that update that says you need to not be sleeping together and minimize your time together if you really want to break up. You guys are in a friends with benefits right now, pretty much. So it surprises me that he's not doing well because this is exactly what he wanted. To sleep around and see other people but still have someone to hang out with and fuck. Yes, please. Remember that you always came in a distant last to everything else in his life. You will find another woman and do the same thing to her. 
And OP starts off with a quote which says, because this is exactly what he wanted, then says, right, he's dumb. And quotes again saying he will find another woman and do the same thing to her. Then says, and I'm also kind of dumb because he told me that early on, at the time he spent working on his own projects has been an issue in all of his past relationships and I honestly thought I was independent enough to handle it. And he fucking told me that he cheated on his ex-girlfriends, but my brain was like, that's fine, love him. So yeah, I'm just one of many and not the last. And there was me, you know, reading the first bit of this post before the update thinking, you know, it's just going to be like a bit of a a bit of a relationship drama where one's having a, too much of a hobby and they might resolve it at the end. But then the boyfriend comes into this one later on and says he's going out to escape to relax from all the work he's putting into the project and then doesn't want Opie to go along with him but says if that new person just happens to be an attractive girl he doesn't want me to get jealous. Oh my bloody word. But yes, stop sleeping with a dude. Move on. Because you absolutely deserve that. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Let's move on to another little cheeky one, shall we? So our next story is coming from our very own subreddit r slash mark narrations from a user called throwawaybflied who says, am I the arsehole for being upset that my boyfriend lied to his work? So I'm 26 female and he's 24 male. We live together and both work. I work part-time and I'm in school part-time and he works full-time. Today, he called out of work. When I woke up to go to my job, I asked if he was going or if he was sick. He said no. He just called out because he didn't feel like working. Okay, that's fair. I've done that too and I'm sure everyone has at some point, so whatever. He drives me to work and I come home later and we're hanging out and having dinner, etc. Later in the evening, his boss calls, so he goes in the other room, but I can hear the conversation. Not eavesdropping, just a small apartment, and it was quieter in the other room. He basically lies to his boss the whole time about how he's still not feeling 100%, but he'll come into work tomorrow, but doesn't want to do any really hard work, etc. When he comes back in the living room after about five minutes, he says, speech level 100, with a laugh, like he's proud of the conversation that just happened. Later, I asked if he was going to work tomorrow, and he said probably not. His boss offered him a small job, but he's probably not going in. This is when I got slightly annoyed because in the past when I've called out or left work early for actually being sick, i.e. fever or vomiting, he said things to me like, you're not being a very good employee, you call out too much, etc. I haven't called out a lot, neither has he, but I've never bragged about lying to my boss to get two days off for no reason. The lying made me uncomfortable, so I said, okay, next time I call in for really being sick, Please don't give me a hard time for being a bad employee. When I just had to listen to you straight up lying. I said it calmly and not in a mean way, but he got upset. Okay, I get it, I'm a bad person. And went to bed, although I tried to talk to him more about it. And told him the lying made me uncomfortable. I wasn't trying to call him a bad person. Just ask him not to give me a hard time when I'm actually sick. Meanwhile, he's lying about it and he's proud of himself for it. Am I the arsehole for being uncomfortable with him lying? Would love any advice or thoughts and opinions. And Mark, if you see this, you're one of my favorite channels and communities. Much love, y'all. <laughs> Thank you very much. Got me getting all flustered over here. And there was a couple of little cheeky comments from our own little Reddit-based community. One from Delicious Mud, who said, Not the arsehole. Sounds like he didn't like being called out, lol. Too bad, so sad. If you can't stand the heat, 
Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> the mother duck says, not the asshole. There's a very valid reason. It would make you uncomfortable. You will always wonder if he's lying to you. The fact that he gave you grief about being out while you were actually sick is two-faced and a really good indicator of some really bad personality issues. And I feel like, you know, he just didn't like being called out. It's as simple as that to me, really. You've, you've pointed out a very valid point that whenever you take time off, you get grief for it and you're dragged over the coals because you're a bad employee and you call out too much, etc. Yet when he's doing it, he sort of wants praise for, you know, his speech level 100. And I think it's fair to say, you know, next time I'm calling out sick, please don't give me a hard time for it or calling me a bad employee, etc. It's just not on, is it really? And I think it's as simple as that. I'm not sure what sort of I'm not sure what sort of level this sort of argument is in your relationship. It doesn't feel like it's a massive one, but obviously I don't know the ins and outs of your relationship, of course. Just go in there and say, wait, you, stop being a cheeky so-and-so. Let's clear this up and move on. And hopefully you'll move on on the same level in the future. Anyway, thank you so much for sharing your story. My advice was shite as usual, so. <laughs> and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. You're absolutely incredible. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.